Perfect. Hello beautiful people, my name is Naishi from the Cap City, Pidori Masanyin, and welcome to the Grounded and Fearless Podcast, the podcast that is just for you. On this show, we are all about spreading love, life and growth, as well as discussing popular truth. If you are new to the show, do the most, subscribe and follow. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for the love, we really appreciate the support. And without any further ado, let's get straight to the episode. Enjoy. And welcome to another episode of Grounded and Fearless. And on today's episode, we are talking about body dysmorphia with Luyanda. Lulu, welcome to the show. Hi, how you doing? I'm great, thanks. How are you doing? I'm okay. That's great. Um, can you please give us like a short introduction about yourself? Uh, my name is Luyanda. You can call me Lulu. I'm 20 years old. I'm a second year student at UJ, majoring in political science. I don't know. I'm a pretty cool person. <laughs> I'm chilled, you know. Like I'm kind of shy, but a bit more expressive mm. gradually, you know. Super passionate about social issues and social concepts. And yeah, I'm just your average everyday hun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound like an average everyday hun. <laughs> so you study political science. You have a passion like for politics and stuff. Yeah, I have a passion for helping people. I want to help people and just, you know, plant my seed in the world. Oh, that's great. We need more people like that who help others, you know. Um, speaking of helping people, you want... Okay, you have a lot of threads. So I'm just going to be specific yeah. <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> you once uh, created a thread on body dysmorphia. Yeah, Can you please, uh, could you please uh, define it for us? Body dysmorphia, well, it's a mental illness and it's involving mm-hmm. an obsessive, fanatical focus on a perceived flaw in appearance. So it yeah. consists of a preoccupation with an imagined or um, a slight defect in how you look and it causes clinically significant distress, damage, or impairment and functioning in your everyday life so you could look at yourself in the mirror and think this is not it i do not like how i look and that is constantly fixated in your average everyday life sure it also read that it's like you need to be medically diagnosed by a professional yeah yeah it is it's like a psychiatric disorder so you do treat it yeah i remember it once the, they said there is treatment, but it cannot be cured. Like, you can't be cured from it completely. Yeah, you can't be cured. Sadly, you can't. Sure. And would you say it affects men and women the same way? Uh, okay, that's actually a good question. Um, you know, it's very difficult to try and compartmentalize how mental illness affects different demographics. Yeah. But I would say it affects men and women in the same degree, in that they are both neurotic with their appearances. The only difference would be the variables, you know. Like, for yeah, example, yeah, yeah. women tend to fixate on their hips and their breasts and their weight and their stretch marks and cellulite, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas men tend to focus more on their body build and their genitals. Yeah. There's even men with body dysmorphia developing bigroxia which is a psychiatric disorder whereby men overly exhaust themselves in the gym mm. because of the constant focus 
on their muscles and anything less than that they say to themselves that they're weak i wow. think that interestingly enough saying women are more affected by a mental illness invalidates the mental illness in my eyes mental illness yeah. doesn't pick and choose who it's going to affect you know yeah and, i agree i think and i think a lot of people would think women are the ones who'd be more affected by bdd because we're more emotional by societal standards more sensitive and more insecure and that's just not the case at all i think honestly it's time to destigmatize it you know by stopping labeling it to certain persons unless clearly yeah. said so and realizing it that many many people suffer from it you know yeah I like the when you say mental illness doesn't really choose who it affects men or women. Yeah. yeah. And do you think uh society and social media promote body dysmorphia? Um I don't think that social media intentionally promotes it, but mm. I do think that it fuels it. Like you're constantly bombarded with images of people who look a certain type of way, who have the slim waist and the big boobs and the big bum and the tiny nose and the luscious injected lips. And it makes women <laughs> who don't look like that now think what mm. they have isn't enough. It doesn't help that filters on Snapchat and on Instagram enable for more people to feel this way about themselves because it gives them this falsified version of their face that doesn't even exist. Made yeah. worse when people start liking that version of you more than how you actually look, and that could be quite disconcerting. And then, like. so many people feel extremely perturbed when they realize oh wait this is how i really look when they look in the mirror i don't like yeah. this then they resort to photoshop overly face treating their pictures then taking it a step farther excessive amounts of plastic surgery or because of the cool way to look now you know like social media is like a very powerful tool it can be yeah. uplifting and damaging at the same time Yeah, that's true. And I don't think when you said um it doesn't promote it intentionally. Like these filters it's not like they were meant for this. It's just like an app basically. And then people can get carried away and then you get so used to looking a certain way in that app and then you think that the way you look naturally is not good enough. Yeah, definitely. And I don't think mm. that Instagram or Snapchat meant it in a malicious way. I think they just made yeah. it of like very lighthearted fun but now it's starting to affect a lot of people's lives and that's a conversation that definitely needs to be had you know yeah like, especially now in like this kind of day and age how snapchat moved from flower crowns and dark filters to now all of a sudden making your nose smaller making your eyes yeah. bigger that parallel and that line that was drawn it's very unsettling you know so Mm, um, exactly. I want to start that conversation. Yeah, because now Snapchat is not it's no more about looking funny or like you know those funny tongues and all those things. Yeah. Now it's all true. it's all about making I guess the perfect picture if I can put it like that. The perfect woman or the perfect man. Hectic. And who do you think is most vulnerable to it? Everyone. Yeah. young boys young girls grown men grown women but taking it into the context of social media and more in specific instagram i think mm. it's more anchored to making women feel affected because influencer culture is deeply rooted by women and expounded upon by women especially women that look like the well the aforementioned statement from earlier you saw them yeah. male influencers 
But my point is, male, I mean, body dysmorphia as an illness, it affects every single person. But social media true, and the true. culture it surrounds panders for young women to take it in more, you know? Mm. So it's like, it's something that we as individuals, like everyone is bound to go through at some point, you know? That is something to take in. That is something to take in. And what would you say to someone with it? Basically, it's everyone, if I can put it like that. Take your meds. Take your meds. Go see a licensed therapist. Talk to your yeah. parents. And I mean that so seriously. Like, I could not be any more serious. If it's truly mm. affecting your everyday, speak to your psychological consultant. I know we're supposed to coddle people with BDD, and say that they're beautiful. Of course they are. You are beautiful. You're gorgeous. And your body is exceptional. But please take your meds. Please seek help. Please talk to someone. You're not alone. You'll be surprised who else in this world can relate to your fears and your innermost thoughts, you know. Take care mm. of yourself. And in that, start the journey of self-love. First, it starts by recognizing you do have a problem treating it. And then building stepping stones to not let it define you. You can do this and I'm rooting for you. That's what I'd say. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> and <laughs> knowing that you're not alone, because some people think it's just them who have this problem. And sometimes, no, doing things together puts it at ease, you know, because they're scared of being judged. Why would you think like that? Or you have low self-esteem and stuff like that. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah. I like your your ideas that you were sharing with us. It's like very helpful and continue doing this kind of work. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I feel like, you know, people are scared to talk about these things. Like you saying, that's a conversation you want to start. And it's about time we actually start conversations like this before things get out of hand. The sooner we start with these conversations, the better. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, now we're going to play a little game called Would You Rather. Basically, I'm going to give you three questions, and then each question has two options. So you must choose whichever option works best for you. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. The first one is, would you rather get away with lying every time or... Always know that someone is lying. Always know that someone is lying. Definitely. <laughs> My goodness. Like, I want to know when someone is not telling me the truth because I value honesty so much and transparency. Yeah. So you, you, you don't want to lie a lot. I don't lie a lot here. And even if I do <laughs> lie, I think most people can tell you know, it's not really something in my forte. I try not to be very dishonest. Yeah, mm. so I, I want to be able to tell if someone is lying to me. And what are you going to do when you know someone is lying to you? <laughs> I'd be like, why are you lying? <laughs> I'd be like, why are you lying? I know you're lying. I know you're lying. Definitely confront hey. me. I'm like, no. It's not right. Yeah. All right, interesting. And then the second one is, would you rather have a rewind button or a pause button on your life? Sure. I think I'd rather have a rewind button. Yeah. Why a rewind button? I could go at any moment in my life where I made a mistake and I can tell myself not to do that. 
and then like the journey of life for me would be completely different i'm not saying that i regret any of the choices i've made but i think mm. you know sometimes we do wish that we could go back and unmeet certain people undo certain expectations or certain experiences so right now in this point in time i don't feel the need for a rewind button but i'm sure in the future i would want one so just in case yeah yeah but i feel like you know sometimes some things have to happen like we have yeah. to make those mistakes to to build us to unlearn certain things and to learn other things as well so i think for me i'll choose the pause button where mm I guess maybe I'll just take a minute and then relax and then think of the decision that I'm about to make and then make it. Mm. That's true. Like I do I am a firm believer in you know fate and destiny and whatever decision you make will am- like impact you, you know, and it will last in this for a reason and the stars are you know they're made out for you to do this in order to either make you better or make you worse or teach you a lesson. Like I am a firm believer in that. Like I do think that where where you are and what you go through and who you meet is for a purpose and for a reason but you yeah. know, like a rewind button it would be like it would come in <laughs> handy for me i don't know <laughs> yeah i agree sometimes you feel like ah, did i just do that no yeah exactly <laughs> yeah well, i guess every season has a different um need like sometimes you need a rewind button sometimes you just want to take a breather Yeah. All right. Okay, last question. This is going to be interesting. Would you rather win 50,000 rand or have your friend win 500,000 rand? I'd rather win 50,000 rand. <laughs> <laughs> And I know it sounds horrible. <laughs> I know it sounds horrible, but I have a very good reason as to why I'm selfish. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and that money, that money would not only go to me but it would go to the people I love. Like they're the people I think about. So that money would definitely go to the people I love and for causes that I um, you know, I believe in and stuff like that. So Yeah. But your friend would win 500,000 rand. That's like half a million. I mean, Like they probably use that 500,000 and for their own problems, you know? Like so many people are facing so many different things. Like who's to say they're going to give me half of the money? Like it's so <laughs> true, true. They might just turn on you, who knows? They say money changes people. Exactly. Like what if they're going through something <laughs> and they need the 500,000 or whatever? Hell no. I want the 50,000 for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. Those are some very interesting answers, I must say. Okay, now it's time for the money question, the make or break, as I always say. Mm-hmm. What does grounded and fearless mean to you? What does it mean to me? Yeah. Um, it means bravery. It means resilience. It means to be unpretentious and admirable. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> I like that. That's a very nice description of grounded and fearless. Mhm. Mm. Well, Lulu, thank you so much for coming on the show today. This was lots and lots of fun. And I really enjoyed this conversation and talking about polydysmorphia, which is something that uh, needs to be spoken about more often. That's mm-hmm. what I think. 
and we need more support groups not to single out people yeah thank you so much for having me like this is like really <laughs> easy so thank you <laughs> yeah no the pose is all ours and any last words for the listeners before you depart um you're worthy you're phenomenal you're precious i love you take care <laughs> oh thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> And with that, we have reached the end of our episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and being part of the show today. Please don't forget to subscribe and follow and also leave a review as this helps us improve the show and we are then able to deliver better content for you to listen to and enjoy. So until we meet again, adios.